Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hi, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Vampire Week. Today, we're going to talk about being true to yourself. Now, one of the weaknesses that vampires have in a lot of the mythology is they are allergic to direct sunlight. Like in Blade, fortunately he didn't have that problem as the Daywalker, but pretty much every other vampire is allergic to sunlight. In an extreme case, if they're exposed to it too long or too directly, they actually die, usually by a a horrific kind of disintegration and turning um, to ash. So today we're going to say um, that uh, your values um, are like your allergy to direct sunlight. And when you go against your values, you have that negative reaction, right? It actually uh, injures you. Now, You may be wondering, well, how come people often do go against their values? And we may even go against our own values. How is that even possible? And how do we keep functioning? Well, in the movie, uh, the bad guys are actually, although they're allergic to sunlight, they're able to compensate by using sunblock and UV blocking clothing uh, to protect themselves temporarily. Uh, as they go outside and to be able to be outside during the daytime. However, and here's the important part, they were never fully immune. The allergy was still there, just like your values are still there, even if you're able to violate them, just because you're able to cover them up. It doesn't mean that they're still not there underneath, uh, you know, bothering you because it does bother humans when they go against their values. Now, as leaders or just as people, we may be asked to do things that we know go against our values and are wrong and that we feel this. And sometimes, if we're honest, we may still do them. So what do we do to prevent from getting burned? How do we deal uh, with this contradiction of our values? And the way most people deal with that is by covering them up, right? Just like that UV clothing and sunblock. And that covering could be the cloak of ambition, could be greed, could be our ego, and one of my favorites, rationalization. And when all of that doesn't work, you slap on a bit of distraction, right? A little bit of fun and pleasure and reward, materialism in all its various formations, pick your poison, anything to distract from the fact that you're going against your values and what you know is actually wrong. Now, it's important, again, to remember that as a leader, as a human being, your values are still there, right? Even though you may be able to push them down or cover them up, they're still there. And you might not get burned initially, but you are never truly free of your values. Your values are always there. And while I'm not here to say what makes a good or bad leader in terms of style, 
I can tell you with 100% confidence that for yourself, your best leadership, your most powerful leadership is going to be the one that is in line with your values. Now, make no mistake, you can succeed while ignoring your values. It is possible, and people do this all the time. But that doesn't mean that they couldn't be more successful, right? By being true to their values, you will be able to come into your fullest form of leadership and success and fulfill fulfill, <laughs> fulfill your full leadership potential. And of that, I'm sure. So today, I'd like you to ask yourself, what are your values? Now, this may seem like a simple question, but I'll tell you from coaching seasoned professionals that this is not an easy question for most people to answer. A lot of people have never even thought about this, and when they do, it's not readily accessible. What are my values? But this is the key. It becomes easier to live your values, to commit to them, and avoid covering them up if you have a strong sense of what they are. It becomes much more difficult to live into your values if you don't even know clearly in your mind what your values are. And speaking your values out loud and writing them down is a powerful way to really remind yourself and cement what those values are so you're more likely to live into them. And this is why companies do a form of this, right? Where they have their values and they, you know, announce them and they pay some consultant a lot of money and they put them up on the wall. But here's the problem with that. You cannot be told by someone else what your values are or should be. You have to choose or recognize your own values. So ask yourself, Will you choose to be a leader who understands, lives, and leads through their values? Or will you lead by compromising your values to the desire, desires of others? And when it comes to executive presence, it may be subtle, but there is a difference between your power and presence when you're living truly through what you know is right and is your values versus compromising or doing things just to go along to get along or because you have too much to lose or the pressure is too much for you to go against it. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks, and the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, 
our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com slash bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to the final day in our series on vampires and what they can teach us about leadership and executive presence. Today we're going to talk about being a visionary. And I'd like to close this vampire week or series with another mental power. And this has to do with making others see what you want them to see, like Zafrina, who had that power of visual projection. And she was a South African vampire and a member of the Amazon coven uh, in the Twilight series. Now, there's another term for visionary or helping people see a future, and it's used a lot uh, in neurolinguistic programming and in sales, and it's called... Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Imagine this scenario. The good news is you've been promoted, and now you have a team to manage. The bad news is you've been promoted, and now you have a team to manage. Managing other people can be a little bit like parenting in that there's no manual on how to do it, and often you can get different results depending on who happens to be on the team. And there's few challenges more difficult than having an insubordinate subordinate. And some people may think the easiest way is to just fire them, but that often doesn't speak well to your leadership, and it isn't always within your power to do so. So in our next Connection Counselor Workshop on February 23rd at 11 a.m. Eastern, we're going to tackle how to handle this tricky situation in a way that holds people accountable, gets good results, and also keeps high morale with that person and also with the greater team. If you're interested in joining us, please register. You can sign up at www.joquanjo.com slash workshop. See you soon. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.